0: So good morning, everyone. I am Carrie Little, smartgirlmedia.com. If you wanna make sure you catch all of my classes, make sure you go to smartgirlmedia.com. There is a class that I'm having after this on Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time. As a follow-up to today, I'm gonna actually show you how to find the business. So how to... So today I'm gonna tell you you what you need to do for 2021, I should have written it here, but I was on my Mac last night. Um, What you should be doing for planning for 2021, if you haven't already done so, if you've already planned out your 2021, maybe I can give you some bonus tips to help you really make a living in real estate because we need to make a living in real estate. And there's some other things you should probably do. So watch for a Link in my bio, this is a class actually for my office, but I am inviting all of you. I only have space for so many. So if you don't get in, there'll be a replay. Okay, so 2021, your goals. Now, some of you, has anyone um, created their goals already? So tell me, has anyone figured out their goals? Now, when I started in 2001, you guys know my story. I just needed to make enough money to pay bills because I wanted to, I wasn't trying to make a killing. I was just trying to make a living. So, you know, for me, $50,000 a year was good enough. So that meant at the time, because I worked for Barry Warner, my split was 50 50. That means I had to make enough money. I had to make a hundred thousand to make 50,000. And the truth is is if I had made a hundred thousand, the split changed, so I probably would have made a little more. So, so good morning again, thanks for joining me. So in the feed, tell me, have so I've got Chicago Lending with Arlene. Hey Arlene, already done business goals. Um, I think that is, I'm gonna say Joe, because I, I can't, I'm not sure about the name, but let's just go with Joe. Yes, to an extent, working on tightening up plan. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we're gonna start with this. And there's so many ways you can build out a business plan But I want to ask all of you this question. Type it in the feed. If you are listening to the podcast, feel free to send me a DM to tell me, answer this question. What motivates you? What makes you get up, get dressed and get out the door? And that can change. So what motivates you? Uh Uh-oh. All right. So we got internet challenges. Okay. So what motivates you? So tell me, what motivates you? And I'm going to give you some Examples, my husband Mark is motivated by money, period. It is what it is, he is motivated by a paycheck. He's motivated by money. So if, if if you're like, okay, Kara, you said what motivates me? I mean, it might mean that you're motivated to pay your regular bills. It might mean that you're motivated to pay off student loan debt. It might mean, and some of you might think, well, Kara, I'm just gonna keep putting that in forbearance. We gotta get that paid. What motivates you? It might mean that you want to just get out of debt, period. So back in 2001, I had about $23,000 worth of debt. And that was my goal. I was like, I am paying off my debt. That's what I'm doing. So my, I got up and I was like, okay. Um, and if you know my story, when I came home from the hospital with the second baby, the bill collectors were calling, look, we've all been through. Some of you, may, you got lucky enough where you were just good with money. The bill collectors were calling. I was working part-time. My oldest son was in private school. And I was like, I'm sick and tired of them calling. So I literally, you probably don't want this visual. I literally put the baby in my lap. I was nursing the baby. I got a notebook. And every time somebody called, I wrote down every single bill. So for me, I was motivated by I needed to pay off my debt. So that was some time ago. Uh, Maybe you want to go on vacation. Maybe not right now. But maybe you want to plan for a vacation in 2022. So what motivates you? Is there something you really want? Now, I'm not saying you should get up, the dressed and go out and buy that luxury car because you really want it. Because I don't, we don't really believe in car payments. Now, I do wish I had a different car, but we don't have car payments. So all of our cars are paid in full. But what now, and here's a tip for those of you that are like, okay, Carrie, I I want a new car. Put up, so we did have a payment on a fiat. I think it was 200 bucks a month. Fiat's, I think we owe like 500 bucks. So fiat's paid off. If you are motivated by I need another car, why not for the next year, for 2021, write down, I want a new car. I know I need $20,000. I know I need to pay off some debt. And I know these are my bills. Write down all of that. Write down that total income, plus give yourself 25%. So once you figure that out, Now we're going to plan out our 2021. So my motivation is to not work for anyone else. Listen, tell me about it. And boy, we could just have coffee or a glass of wine. I could tell you how many calls I've been getting to go work for someone else. I I don't want to be in someone else's meeting. I want to be in my own meeting. Right. So I like that motivation. I'll purchase an Airbnb in Jamaica by mid-spring 2021. Write that down write that down working to save for my first flip write that down working to save to buy my first house hmm was that for someone if you're a real estate agent and you don't own a house let me say it like this because some of us have owned houses and we're like i'm done with owning i'm gonna let someone else manage it i get that but if you have never owned your own house you got to buy a house because you need to go through the process so you understand what your buyers go through. When your buyers feel like they need a drink, when your buyers feel like they need Pepto Bismol, when your buyers need a box of Kleenex because they're crying because it's overwhelming to them, you need to go feel the pain. So if, I don't know why you're laughing there, Nika. Um, so if you have never owned a house, you got that needs to be number one. And let me say it like this, and I'm giving you my opinion. You can buy your first investment property first, but when you buy an investment property, you have to pay taxes when you make money. But when you buy your own house, you get a tax write-off. And full disclaimer, I'm not an accountant, accountant. I'm not a, you still need to talk to someone when you file your taxes, but you need to own your own property. Our goal is to pay off the house we're in. So Mark's got a goal. We're paying off the house we are currently in. We also have a goal to buy a house down in Florida. So those are some goals that motivate me. to the point where I'm doing, I literally sat up one night till almost midnight fixing Mark's entire database two nights ago. Okay, so write that down. Um, So I'm gonna say this. I'm not motivated by money. I am motivated by stability. So for me, it is, I wanna be stable. If I needed to take a week off and all of my agents know, I don't take time off. But if I needed to take a week off, I want the ability to know that I have enough money in the bank. Or if I needed to take 30 days off and get someone else to help me manage so I could have maybe a sabbatical, that's what I want. I am motivated by stability. So I want to know if real estate stopped. Oh, how about this? What if outside closed for 90 days, we couldn't show houses. And some of you in certain states, you, real estate was not essential. So what if for 90 days, you couldn't show a house? Now, I'm pretty sure we could figure it out with uh, FaceTime. But what if for 90 days, you couldn't close a deal because the government was like, for 90 days, we need to fix this pandemic. Don't go outside. Don't don't just go make sure you got enough toilet paper and some water, right? So for me, I want to make sure that I can survive. It is not about the stuff anymore. And some of you that really are motivated by things, that'll be a hard pill to swallow. Okay, so um, I would like I want enough money in the bank to survive while I rebuild. And I also want to make sure we can pay our bills, electric, most importantly, internet. All right, so now that you know your motivation, get out of And if you're like, Carrie, this is a lot. I'm in my car. I'm just listening to you because I love you, right? On Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time, I'm going to actually show you how to do what I'm going to say to you right now. Okay, so... Um, And again, welcome. So for those of you that are just joining, welcome. So if you don't own a house, just reminding you, your first goal is to buy a house. If you don't own a house and you're like, Carrie, I really want to invest first, buy a multi-unit. And if you need me to coach you through it, I don't care who you work for, watch for it. Because again, next week I'm posting five to 10 one-on-ones for Black Friday. All right, and some of you already know in Illinois, twenty they the unless it's a grocery store, only twenty five percent occupancy in TJ Maxx. So for some of us, we're going to stress out. All right, so let's say so. Tell tell me in the feed how much money do you want to make a year? I'm sorry, how much money? Morning dulce? What was this? So how much money do you want to make a year? And it could be gross or net. How much money do you want to make a year? Put it in the feed. Tell me, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. How much? Nobody wants to make money? Just me? You want me to tell you how much money? Someone, hundred. how much money do you want to make a year? Type it in the feed. If you're driving, don't type. 125, got it. Anyone else? Only Derenika. Darenika. I'm going to show you how to make this money. 120, all right. 60,000, that was me. That was, that was me back in 2001. I just needed to make enough to survive so I could take my kids to the swimming pool all summer that was good enough because husband had an income Woo, tie we are it can be done so your math is going to be a little bit different from my math today but remind me of that on Monday if you join me so if you want to make so I have my notes and you're telling me what you want to make so Tennessee real estate so Julie selling homes with Doug Derenica Kiana hey Kiana um, all of you that have put down what you want to make, we're going to come back and look at this next year, right? Let's see if you can do it. So if you want to make, now I'm going with gross income because we all have different splits and I'm going to, I'm going to actually explain some of these splits. So if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year and your gross income is for gross. Now, if you're on a flat fee, whatever the flat fee is, 425, 475, 350, 250, whatever that is, you would just deduct that. So let's go with, if you want to make $100,000 a year, you have to do $4 million in volume. Not net yet. You have to do $4 million in volume. If you want to make $200,000 a year, you have to do $8 million in volume. And you can ask some of the agents that I know. They live in their cars. They bring their laptop everywhere. I was talking to one of our agents yesterday. I was like, please take your laptop with you because that's how busy that agent is. So, you know, if you want to make $200,000 a year, you need to sell 8 million. If you want to send an in volume, if you want to make 250, right? Add another 200,000 to that. I mean, 2 million to that. So 10 million, if you want to make 250. Now, the next thing you need to do, and I'm going to show you how to do this on Monday at 1 PM. Um, you, and, and by the way, Let me let me full disclaimer commissions are different everywhere. This is based on a 2.5% commission. I know some states are different. I know some markets are different. I know some people get 3%. I know if you sell new construction, you could get two and a half percent plus a bonus. I'm going with two and a half percent. So you're working a little bit harder. Okay. Um, I like the modest Nikki. I'm with you for me. It was 60 Um, okay, so if you make $100,000 a year and your split is 80-20, then you have to sell 5 million at the 2.5%. So if you wanna make $100,000 a year and your split is 80-20, you have to sell 5 million in volume. If your split is 70-30, you have to do 5,750,000. If your split is 60-40, you have to do 6.7 and the agents in my office know we have a tier and and once you get to 80-20, you never go back to the 60-40 or the um, the 70-30, but you can go to 90-10. So if that's the case, you know you have to work a little bit harder. Now, again, if you're flat fee, just deduct that flat fee. Um, Okay, so now that you've figured that out, then, because we're planning out 2021, then you need to figure out uh, what is selling in the cities you work in. So the cities you work in, and I think I made may have built this based on Oak Park, Illinois. So if so, I'm so on Monday when I share this with you, and for those of you that are watching the replay or listening to the podcast, and you're like Monday, what Monday? Just go to YouTube; there'll be a replay. So you need to figure out what's selling in the cities you work in. Now, some of you are like, "Well, Carrie, if I only need to do six point seven, I'm just going to sell." six um one million dollar houses and man i made it that's what i thought in 2001 not only did i think i was going to sell six houses at a million i i thought i was going to get the full six percent commission right let's get it let's get it I thought I was getting all the commission. And you know, you, you were just in a really hard test, and I really must not have been paying attention because I like literally memorized everything to pass the test. So I just said, you can go out and sell six, 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 one million dollar houses, or better yet, just go sell one seven million dollar house. We're sitting pretty for the, for about two years, right? Good luck with that. And really, your net worth is as good as your net worth. So I know that my network could buy anywhere between, um, they might make anywhere from $50,000 to $300,000 a year because it really depends on who we know, where we went to college, maybe where we went to high school, where we went to grade school, the people you already know, right? So some of you are like, man, Carrie, I'm working hard. Don't worry about it because I'm going to show you. We'll figure out how to figure that out. All right, so if, The best house to sell, and I'm just making this up, is a three bedroom at $250,000. Then you have to divide that $250,000, right, by the volume. So if you're doing $4 million, you have to sell 16 houses to get to that $4 million in volume. So think about it. If that's 16 houses, that's a little over one a month. Is that doable? Now, somebody do the math for me because my ca- my calculator's there. I could probably pull it up here. Um, so if you had, now we could change the the, the math. So if you had a three hundred thousand dollar house, and so on, but so now if you had a hundred, if you if your marketplace, right? I you're ch- Ethel. T- just trust me when I tell you. I understand. Your network is only as good as your network. I'm in trouble. Trust me, I understand. Okay, so when you, if we had, if, if your marketplace, and listen, if you know that your average sale is $100,000, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. Every market is different. You're just gonna work harder and smarter, right? Our goal is to get some listings. So if you know that the average price is one fifty. dollars or that's the best house to sell, you know you have to do 27 properties in a year. So that's a little bit over two a month. Can you do that to get to that 4 million to make 100,000 before your split? Can you do that? And it's okay to change your goals every year. Now I'm gonna give all of you a tip. I am someone that I need to see it to believe it. So you need to write these goals down. I don't care if you paint the wall with chalkboard paint. Chalkboard paint. I don't care my husband got mad at me for this one I don't care if you go get erasable markers and write on the mirror in your bathroom that was me I went to the Dollar Tree bought some uh, some of the erasable markers and I wrote down some goals I even wrote down don't forget to pray don't forget to read don't forget to call your kids like I wrote these things down don't forget to pray for the agents in the office like you some of you need to write this out so if you have space in your house some of you have a closet we're renovating on the other side of this wall closet so mark can have his own little space use chalkboard paint right on the wall january february march all the way through the end of the year now trust me when i tell you if it's big you will actually accomplish it because you need to see it if you know write your vision make it plain if it is not in front of you if you're not seeing it if you're not working the vision it won't happen you have to write it down if you don't write it down and you don't need to write it with a pen you can put it in Evernote you might need to have it pop up on a to-do list on your mobile device if you don't see it every day you won't get up get dressed and you won't be going on that you won't be buying that airbnb in jamaica right Arlene or you won't buy that new car or you won't get out of student loan debt or you won't buy a new house because as an entrepreneur if you are only selling real estate you have to pay taxes You can't make $14,000 a year and think you're going to buy a house. Once upon a time, that may have been the case, but we don't have those loans anymore. Okay. So write that down. Now, you know, 12 months in a year, you know, you have to do 2.25 deals at $150,000. How many of you, and you can tell me in the feed, how many of you, thank you, Jasmine. How many of you right now think that you'll sell two deals in January? Do you really think you can close two deals in January? Because if you do, you need to be working now, today, because you need people under contract by the middle of December. Because well, how long does it take to close a deal, right? Thank you, Ethel. Thank you. It was in my head, but thank you. You, you helped me out with that one. So um, it's always great to have a co-host. I might have to start paying. Ethel to be my co-host, right? So... If you think you can do two deals a month, remember January is one of the harder months. You have to be working now. And some of you, if you were like, well, Carrie, I was hoping to close deals in December. You were supposed to be working last month. I'm not saying it can't be done, but you're going to work a little bit harder. Okay. Yes, they're under contract now. See, some of you guys need to follow the Tennessee real estate service because he's doing it. All right. So if now, and I say that because I'm in Illinois and it gets cold a few years ago we had the polar vortex i listed a house on friday black friday then it snowed we were supposed to have an open house and 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 in addition to that the buyer had already bought a house and closed that's even harder right so now the pressure is on it's cold outside We've got um, snow on the ground and the market changes. So you have to take into consideration all of that. All right so and if you <clears throat> if you ever come to class with me and I go over when the best time to list is in the city of Naperville now that I did this a few years ago, the data may have changed. The best time to list in the city of Naperville was January because there was less competition. There was less competition. Now that's old data because the data changes now, And my Tennessee friend, I was talking to a realtor in Tennessee, and she said, if you list a house, they're saying that the price is, um, it's just a suggestion because houses are flying off the shelf. So I believe all of you can sell two houses a month, but here's where it gets hard. You can't just wait for the phone to ring. You have to make the phone ring. So We talked about how many deals do you want? We talked about how much you have to sell to get to $100,000. Then it's your job to go figure out the best house to sell in the market you live in. And I'm not even talking about buyers. I haven't even mentioned a buyer. I'm trying to help you find listings. Now, so what will you do to reach that goal? So if you're going to sell two deals a month. So of course, my phone starts ringing, right? So if you're going to sell two deals a month, so or 27 deals a year, so 2.25, what are you going to do every, what, what is your calendar going to look like? What is your calendar going to look like? Okay, see, Tennessee says prices are a suggestion. So what is your calendar going to look like? Now, remember in the book, the new real estate agent's journal on page, let's go look at my pages. On page 60, there is no inbox in real estate. This is where a part of your business plan, you have to write down everything you're going to do to get to that 27. And that's what's hard in real estate, especially if you work a part-time job, especially if you work a full-time job. Because now in order to reach this goal, you your hustle is going to start when you get off work or your hustle happens at lunchtime or it's happening at the same time. You're moonlighting. So I say that because now let's think about it. I don't care if you get out an old school calendar. I always buy a calendar from TJ Maxx every year. It's on my desk and I just write all over it so I can see the calendar, but I have a digital calendar and I have a to-do list. Um, So when you sit down and you write out your calendar, what are you going to do Sunday through Saturday? And maybe it's literally Monday through Friday. How are you going to plan out your day? And I usually Monday is put out fire day, right? prospect, sphere of influence, mail, email marketing, reach to close clients for referrals. Okay. Chicago lending. That's what we're going to do. Hey, Sarah Ware. Everybody go follow Sarah Ware. She's the expert in commercial. She's a little hidden secret. So someone said Amazon. Amazon? What are we doing with Amazon? Oh, the book's on Amazon. Um, Okay. And the link's in my bio. So what are you gonna do on Monday? So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some tips based on what I know. Now I'm not a cold caller; it's just not fun to me. We did it back in 2001. I hated getting hung up on. We were eating pizza. I, it just wasn't for me. So I want the phone to ring. So my or I want a DM on Facebook. I want a DM on Instagram. I want an email. I want someone to reach out to me. So I want to do inbound marketing. If you're gonna cold call, you need to do it Monday through Friday. Pick a time. Hey, Tim. So Monday through Friday, pick a time. So if you're going to cold call, some it's kind of like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Row Tootsie Pop? Remember that commercial? How many phone calls does it take for you to generate one lead? How many phone calls will it take? So my suggestion is pick the best time for you to call. So let's say it's from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m you need to call until you get a deal. And not only do you need to call until you get a, a lead, then you need to have a scheduled appointment. So Monday through Friday, you need to pick a time and you need to call. That's if you're gonna cold call. If you're like me and you're not gonna cold call, I'm gonna give you strategy, but strategy only works based on your social media, your your database, your CRM, and it only works based on your network. But don't panic because remember, Real estate happens over time. We were listening to Brian Buffini and he did a great talk on Monday. He was the opening session. And he said that the average new real estate agent only makes about $9,300 in the first two years. I was like, "Who? we're all driving for Uber, right? Or driving um, Amazon trucks. <laughs> so if that's the case, uh, hey, Joanne from um, Idaho. So if that's the case you need to figure out how to make the phone ring. All right, so here we go. So I'm gonna gonna give you some tips. First of all, most of you know, if you haven't, if you don't know, go to my, um, if you go to Smart Girl University, not in a real university, but if you go to Smart Girl University, I have a free class on how to create a lead capture form. How to create a lead capture form doesn't cost you anything, not even the lead capture form. So you're gonna create that form so you can, and then you're gonna plan out when you're gonna post it, right? You also need to figure out when your network engages. So if you're, if you're on Instagram and you have 300 followers or less, Instagram is not where you're going to generate your leads. It just isn't. It doesn't mean you won't. It's just not where you're, you need to build out Instagram and you need to get more followers. That is your goal for Instagram. If you've been on Facebook since 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, or 9, and you have 5,000 friends, you are more likely to generate a lead from that um, network. So you still need to post there. So you're going to pick a pick day. So you're going to get out your business plan. And it, listen, if you're like, Carrie, I don't know how to create one. Just write a list of everything you need to do. And then pick days where you are going to do your marketing. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to pick the day you're going to send an email. Now, the, now I taught, I taught my agents how to use MailChimp. And I get it. Like, I am really tech savvy. Software just comes easy to me. If you're like Carrie, I'm just not sure how to do some of these things. I need you to you. I need you to start mailing to your neighborhood and your sphere of influence. So let's take a step back. Monday through Friday, I want you to pick a day. I'm going with Tuesday. Tuesday's a happier day. Monday, you're mad you had to go to work, right? And let me say it like this: Your friends are mad they had to go to work. So for me to cold call my friends, or for me to call my friends, they're at work they're mad that they're not a real estate agent just like you, right? Because we're just living the life. So on Tuesday, you are going to plan out your marketing for the week. And I mean the whole week, and it might even be the whole entire month. So you're going to open up Canva, you're going to open up Word Swag, you're going to open up Story Swag, and you're going to create your marketing. Now, I'm giving you the basics. Now, I think you need to create a theme for every single month, but let's just go with you need to pick Let's say, if, 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 let's say in December, it's, it's going to be all about um, the holiday. Let's say in January, it's going to be give yourself the gift of home ownership during December, right? So you can close in January. Then in January, it's going to be all about um, investing your future, turn your tax refund into your down payment, right? Ask me about how I can negotiate closing costs. That's January. So once you have an idea of what that theme is for the month, you're going to break it down into four segments in those four segments. What are you going to post the first week of January? What are you going to post the second week of January, third week, fourth week, and so on. And then you're going to be consistent. So you're going to send a mailer to your neighborhood. I have about 250 houses in my neighborhood. I have about 190 townhouses in the previous neighborhood I used to live in. They got a mailer already for November someone has already connected with me on linkedin. Hey Carrie, thank you for coming back. Love the data and so I have a new connection. Someone I already knew but I wasn't mailing consistently. All right. So, again, you're going to if you're going to mail to the neighborhood you live in and then you're also going to mail to your sphere of influence. And I know some of you're like, "Carrie, I'm not mailing Start saving the money. Every time you close, put money aside to actually target um, your sphere of influence and your neighborhood. And if you're like, Carrie, I don't have deep pockets, go to Amazon, buy the doorknob bags and walk your neighborhood. Ethel knows what that's like, right? Ethel probably went out and put about 300 doorknob bags in a couple of days. It's a nice day to do that today here in Illinois. It's going to be like 60, so I need you to do something to actually reach out. In addition to that, remember I said you can go to smartgirluniversity.com and you're going to watch a video on how to ge- uh, how to generate inbound leads. Everything you do, everything you do, you must have a call to action. So in that call to action, you're going to use your free landing page that you're going to build from Google or you're going to use Cloud CMA and you're going to use What's My Home Worth or you're going to, in our MLS, we give you a landing page because you need the you need to generate a lead. And if it does work, send me a DM and say, Gary, it worked. I promise you, it will work. Now, when I say call to action, if I'm sending out a marketing piece, I am using the data from my MLS, and I'm going to say InfoSparks, for many of you, it's showing times market view. And I'm going to tell them what the market looks like. In Tennessee, the price is suggested, su- blah, 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 is suggested inventory is low. In Illinois, in a lot of our markets, inventory is low. So we need you to make a decision to list the house. So with Cloud CMA, and I know many of you get it with your multiple listing service or your associations, with Cloud CMA, you're going to create that landing page called What's My Home Worth? Someone's going to fill it out. You're going to get an email lead. But you got to pick a day to plan out your marketing. And then, so that's Tuesday. You planned out the marketing for the week. You scheduled it. Um, you're going to put out, you're going to post on Instagram, maybe three times a week. And you're going to also add to your story. Uline. Yes. Uline. I think you can get a thousand bags for 40, 40 bucks shipping and handling, at least here in Illinois, Amazon sells the same bags, but you can get them in, um, Amazon is across the street from uh, Uline in Wisconsin. They'll sell them to you for, um, they'll give you, I think 500, And it's the same cost and you get them the next day. In Illinois, we get the bags from Uline the same day because we're across the border, but either one works. Either one works. Just go buy the bags. Okay. All right, so This I'm just, I'm going to recap because we a business business planning is hard. But let me say this first on Wednesday you are going to engage with your network on social media you're going to go comment you're going to go make sure people are commenting you're going to go look at your insights on face your facebook business page you're going to go look at your insights on instagram are people commenting are are you getting engagement because if you are only posting information that causes no engagement you need to fix it some of you know i'm really pushing you to do video you got to do video because that's where you're going to get a whole lot more engagement and someone is more likely to connect with you. So even last week I had someone from high school reach out and say, Hey, I have someone that wants to buy. They're now in the process of getting ready to buy in June, all because I create video. So I'm constantly telling people, no, I don't really sell real estate anymore. My goal is to um, remind people that I'm a real estate agent, that I'm a broker owner, but to help my agent sell. So if I do get one of my past clients and my husband and I know the same people, he just helps our, our, um, our, our network. Okay. So um, again, before I recap, let me just tell you, do you really know who your target audience is? Do you really know who your target audience is? So I know who my target audience is. If you have no business and you're new in real estate, your target audience is your family, your friends and your neighbors, your high school friends, your elementary school friends, your college friends, everyone you already know, past jobs, that's that is your target audience. You don't know what they can do yet. When I started selling real estate, again, you guys all know I hustled all my friends, but I quickly found out that my target audience was a first-time home buyer a first-generational buyer, someone that had always lived in the United States, but they never owned a house or their family never owned. And then my other buyer was a first-time buyer that moved here from another country. That is my target audience, a first-time home buyer. Why? Because I have a great story. My other target is someone that has um, lost their house in a pre-foreclosure or short sale because I almost lost my house in 2007 or eight because of challenges in my household. But I say this because once, you re- once you've once you gone through something, people relate to it and they are more likely to pick you because you can empathize with them and you can walk them through the process. So I absolutely love first-time homebuyers. They are my favorite. Doesn't mean I won't work with someone that has um, owned before. I just know that that is truly my target audience. And shout out to Arlene because she really taught me the um FHA BA she really talked me um helped me understand closing cost credit and back then it was nehemiah and partners and charity really helped me help someone else purchase and then in the downturn of the market short sales and free foreclosures I am an expert I even teach the class um so yeah, again if you don't have any clients and you're like Carrie I don't want to work with my family nope not happening I understand family can be hard to work with so here we go you're going to go to your multiple listing service assuming you list rentals you're going to take that renter pool you're going to take that renter pool you're going to extract them from your multiple listing service off market is fair game right read your MLS rules in our market renters fair game closed well it's rented I extract that data, and then I'm going to do a mailer to everyone that rented a house. So by the time the spring market hits or their lease is coming due, because there are people right now where their lease is coming due in December, January, February, March. Look, I don't care if you buy, you can rent again. Renting again is low-hanging fruit. I need you to do something so I get a paycheck so I can hit my volume and make that six figures, right? So you're going to take the renters and turn them into buyers. Now, if you're like, Carrie... Well, can can I list those properties? Absolutely, you're gonna extract that data, you're gonna take the data and then you need to figure out who the owner is. RMLS gives us Remind, real estate data mining, and I can import that list and then I can export it again with the mailing address and then I get the owner of the property's name. So from one list, I can do at least two things. And I say at least two because I can have buyer seminar, I can mail to people that are likely to buy a listing, I, I mean, there's the, the sky's the limit when you take a renter, turn them into a buyer or a renter to another renter, or you take that rental list and you import it into Rebind, and then you take that data set and you know who the investor is or the homeowner that couldn't sell 10 years ago because it was the bottom of the market. So those are some things you're going to do, and you're going to do that on Thursday. So on Tuesday, you're going to create your marketing. On Wednesday, you're going to check your social media, see what's working, Right. You might even, um, one of my agents does a, or our agents, she actually creates a video for every single Wednesday and it's on IGTV. So Wednesday, you might create your video content. You're going to check your social media, see what's working and make changes. And then on Thursday, you're going to go find a new list. Now, again, you can go after expired. You can go after canceled. Figure out what works for you. Figure out what works for you. Um, And then... You, uh, and, and I said neighbors, I said your sphere, I said your subdivision. People in our neighborhoods need to know who we are. Even if you don't get a deal for seven months, you got to start. And hit, uh, remember, the hardest thing in real estate is you're the entrepreneur and you have to create your own inbox, right? You have to create your own inbox. You have to create the business. You have to get up, get dressed, get out the door. You have to write the vision. You have to follow the vision, but you have to do the work. No one can do this for you. And if someone is giving you the, the lead, I promise you they're taking a cut. I've heard the stories. They're saying, t- listen, take the... If someone's giving you the business, take the split and learn. But it is your job to create your own business as an, as an entrepreneur. If you were a stager, if you were a loan officer, if you were an inspector, if you're um, the appraisers, we give them the business. Um, if you're an attorney, if you're a real estate agent, if you're a broker owner, it is your job to create the inbound calls. It is your job to create the inbox. No one can do it for you. And if we do it for you, I promise you we're charging you for it. So you got to get up, get dressed and get to work. All right. So what actions will you take? What are you going to do? So my recommendation is Pick a time when you're gonna get up, get dressed. If you are the teacher, the principal of your homeschool right now, you gotta plan around all of that. But you have to schedule yourself to get things done. When you went to work for the companies you used to work for, you would get in, you may have punched the clock, you may have sat down, logged into a computer, you sat down and they dropped everything in the inbox and you did all the work, right? you have to create the work. So you need to plan and schedule yourself to work. And there are times where if I want to go get my nails done, I have, you have to schedule your day. If you don't plan out your day, you're just busy doing stuff and you're not finishing. And there are days when I feel like that because my day changes because i become the help desk. You have to plan your day. So what, so I said on Monday, you're probably putting out fires but you could say, okay, on Mondays, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get right into the office. I'm going to check my emails from 9 to 11. Then I'm going to do this. What's next? Schedule yourself time to take a break, 15-minute break or lunch. Schedule that time. Schedule time to call your clients back. Schedule that time to even call your network and say, hey, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. You don't have to call people and say, hey, I'm a real estate agent. Do you want to buy or sell a house? right now this is the season where we're a lot of us are on stay-at-home orders what can you do to follow up and you can plan that into your day hey i think it's is it Arlena so good morning good morning all right so what actions will you take schedule yourself schedule yourself when um if you're a new real estate agent send me a dm and i'll give you the first six weeks of real estate your first six weeks in real estate. I tell you what to do Monday through Saturday, some Sundays, because it's football season. Monday through Saturday, I tell you what to do every single day. Monday through Saturday for your first six weeks. So send me a DM. What are you going to do to plan out your day? And if you're like, well, Carrie, I don't know where to start. Get out a calendar or go get out an old school sheet of paper. You might want to print out a, a daily um, to-do list and get a, you know, put in the times from nine to 10, I'm going to do this. And I'll actually, I'll tell you the truth. If you check email first, your day is done. Thank you, Blanca. If you check email first, your day is done. And I know I get it. We roll out of bed. We grab our phones, we go to the bathroom, we scroll through Instagram, right? You know, you do, you know, you're sitting there and you're just, and you're, yeah i digress so anyway let's review and then do i have any questions feel free to use the q and a so number one what motivates you figure that out what gets you up and get what makes you get up get dressed and get to work what motivates you is it you need to pay off debt is it that you want to go on vacation do you want to have a savings for me i want stability i want stability i want to be successful are you living in chaos? We don't want to be in chaos. We want stability so we can get to that point of where we're successful in real estate. So you can go and try educate someone else in the business. Okay. Uh, once you know that, how much money do you want to make? Figure that out. Once you know how much money you want to make, you might have to up that a little bit because your split is 60-40. So if you know you want to make, um, hundred thousand dollars a year you have to sell 6.7 million if you know that your income is going to be hundred thousand dollars a year and let's say you you get a flat fee and you are going and you're the average house is 150 thousand you and this is at a two and a half percent commission you have to sell 27 houses then you need to divide that out and figure out how hard you need to work every single month most of us close deals somewhere between March and August. That's where the bulk of our business comes from. But right now, um, during this uh, pandemic, some agents I've worked with, they're doing three, four deals a month because of the stay-at-home order. Everything changed. So they there, there was never a spring market. Okay. I agree. Don't even open the inbox of your of your email or your day is gone. Right, Trina. Right. Okay, then... Um, you need to figure out what you're gonna do to reach this goal. I said, go out, buy some chalkboard paint, or you could, I have a chalkboard right here. Go write down um, your goals here, or, and I said chalkboard paint, you could paint a wall in your home office, and then you can write on the wall. Or like I said, I went out and bought erasable markers and I wrote on the mirror in my bathroom. Mark was mad. It was erasable. Um, then I'll also figure out who your target audience is. Who are you going to target? And then you need to figure out your calendar. What are you going to do Monday through Saturday to reach this goal? And and here, let me give you a tip. Your job is you need one new client a day. Now, I could push you and say you need more than that. But let's just say one new client a day. You need to work until you have one, let's let's say one lead. I like client because now they've been pre-approved or they're ready to list. But let's just say you need one lead a day one lead a day. So that's depending on the month, 30 leads a month. And if you got rid of Sunday, right? 28, one a day. So you need to get up, get dressed and plan to generate one lead a day. Now, if you get one and it's before 11, you go for the two, you can get all your leads in one day. You have to do something to create the phone to ring, your DM someone to click on your links, you have to do something. Okay. All right. So thanks for joining me. Let's see. Do I have any questions? Do I have any questions? For those of you that are listening to the podcast, feel free to send your questions through um, my DM on Instagram or follow me on YouTube and smartgirlmedia.com.